As we approach Remembrance Day, we're taking time to remember the Canadians who serve their country in battles around the world and, of course, those who made the ultimate sacrifice. More than 60,000 Canadians died in the First World War. Almost 20,000 have no known grave. But that's about to change for one Canadian soldier who is believed to have died on August 15th, 1917. Yeah, 1917. Dr. Sarah Lockyer is the Casualty Identification Coordinator at the Department of National Defense. Dr. Lockyer, welcome back to the show. Hi. Nice to talk with you again, Sarah. So tell us about Harry Atherton and what you've been able to find out about him. Uh, well, with uh, in regards to Private Harry Atherton, uh, we were uh, able to identify his human remains. His human remains were discovered in, two, in 2017, and after an extensive amount of uh, investigative research, both sort of history and anthropology and things like that, mm-hmm. we were able to confirm that the remains found on that day were in fact his. So we will be able to bury him with his name and he'll be buried by members of his regiment, hopefully sometime in the spring. Sarah, I mean, this this is um, your, your job. This is what you do. Uh, give us an idea of the process that goes into identifying and uh, identifying a, a body, the remains of, of, a, of a soldier that, you know, was, you know, thought dead 100 years ago. The the first step is to really understand the historical context of the location where the remains were found. So using something like GPS coordinates, but then we we understand in the past which regiment or unit was fighting in that area, who died, and who went missing. That's really the first step to try to understand who this person could be. Then I have to do an analysis of the human remains to try to determine things, especially like age and height Mm. of that individual, which can then help us narrow down the list of potential candidates. Um, And then sometimes we have to go down the DNA routes and Mm. find living family members who are willing to give a DNA sample to see if we can compare it against the DNA from the remains to hopefully get an outcome like we did with Private Atherton and get an identification. Uh, Private Atherton, born in Lee, England, 1893, grew up in uh, Tilsley, England, moved to Canada in 1913, settled in McBride, B.C., worked as a carpenter before enlisting in March of 1916. He uh, joined the Canadian Expeditionary Force with the uh, 63rd Canadian Infantry Battalion out of Edmonton at the age of 23. He, uh, you know, went into action, was wounded, went back into action, and then he fought with the 10th Battalion during the first day of the Battle of Hill 70 near Lens, France, uh, was reported as wounded that day. Later reports stated that he'd been killed in action. He was 24 years of age. That area, uh, Dr. Lockyer, that, the Battle of Hill 70, um, there were a lot of Canadians who, uh, who fought there, who died there, and who remained missing. That's correct. For the Battle of Hill 70, there's 1,300 Canadians that are missing from that battle. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, when you were able to positively ID uh, Private Atherton, when, when that moment happens, uh, I, I'm sure there's not, uh, you know, hundreds of people around you, anything like that. You're in a, in a room, you're doing your, your research, boom, it happens. When that moment happens, tell me about it. What, what is that like when you know that 
you've put a name to these remains and, and family, his family might have some closure. When, when I finally get the DNA test results that give me the results I'm looking for, um, I'm essentially that person who goes and bothers every person in the office <laughs> to <laughs> let them know that I got some positive DNA test results and we can move to the next step because that itself is not the final step in the process. I do make a recommendation that these remains are those of Private Atherton to the Casualty Identification Review Board. Mm. And I present all the evidence, and then the review board has to vote on my recommendation. Oh, wow. It's kind of like a two-step process. where When I get those positive DNA test results, I'm super excited because we've got a case that can go to the review board, but it's not final until the review board has a vote and decides whether or not to accept or reject my identification. So... And then when you get the thumbs up on it, yeah, so you (laughs) you have to go through it again. So I go through it again, exactly. And and many people from my office are actually part of that review board. It's both uh, civilian and military personnel from the Directorate of History and Heritage that work within the Canadian Armed Forces. So, uh, again, it's it's me being that really annoying coworker (laughs) going to pretty much everybody in the office. Check out my good news. Uh, So... Those days are really, really good days when, when they happen. Who, who makes the phone call to family? Um, right now, for this particular individual, uh, because they were with the 10th Battalion, the 10th Battalion is perpetuated by the Calgary Highlanders. Mm. So it was the commanding officer of the Calgary Highlanders who reached out to the next of kin to officially inform them that Private Atherton had been found and we'll get a full military burial, hopefully in the spring. Yeah, you know, and as soon as you talk about those full military uh, burials, um, you know, I I get goosebumps. Uh, The importance of that piece of this i mean it's you know from 2017 through to two uh 2000 and uh, you know 23 by the time uh, private atherton is is laid to rest but the importance tell me about those funerals because you have been or those services you have been at a number of them correct so for me personally it's it's the final step in the process uh by then usually when we get to the burial i have moved on to try to Uh, identify other Mm -hmm. sets of remains that I'm trying to identify. But then you get to the burial, you meet with the soldiers who are there to bury one of their own, because it will be the Calgary Highlanders in this case, Um, and you you talk to them and see what it means to them. You get to speak to the families and understand what it means to them as well, and that's really when all the emotions for me personally start to come out, because before this process, I have a job to do. Mm -hmm. I try to make sure that I keep my emotions in check, and things like that but we get to the burial all bets are lost that's when the waterworks starts <laughs> and you truly get an understanding of what this means not just for military members mm-hmm. but for the families but for canadians in general as well so it's something quite special uh sarah before i let you go this afternoon how many how many cases um have you worked on over the years how many do you have on the go right now um, to be honest, I can't say for sure how many I've worked on mm. over the years. I have been doing this job for six years now. Um, I believe, to be honest, that Private Atherton is my 11th or 12th mm. identification. Mm-hmm. But I'm currently trying to identify 41 wow. other sets of human remains. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All from the same area? 
Uh, no, but the vast majority are definitely from the Battle of Hill Summit. Okay, interesting stuff. Uh, Dr. Lockyer, I talked to you a year ago today, if you can believe it. Really? <laughs> yes. Today? Yeah, wow. today. <laughs> and another identification. And uh, whenever I hear these stories, I, I think of you, I think of the families, I think, of course, uh, of the fallen. And uh, I'm just... Um, you know, it's, it's good to know that uh, Private Atherton will be laid to rest and uh, will be given the, um, the service that uh, he deserves, that his, um, that his unit, um, the Calgary Highlanders now, and his family deserve. Thank you for the work that you do. It's my pleasure, and thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, Jalen. Yeah, take care, Sarah. Let's do it again sometime. Thank you. Yeah, Have a good day. Dr. Sarah Lockyer, who is the Casualty Identification Coordinator with the Department of National Defense. So, yeah, when work is being done in different areas where there were battles during World War I, uh, World War II, and remains are found, it is her job to, you know, find out who that person is. You know, from, as she mentioned, DNA, from things that were left there, maybe buttons on a jacket, the shoes, the, the, the location. Fascinating stuff. You can read more. If you just Google uh, Dr. Sarah Lockyer, you can read a lot of really cool stories about 